Last time on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. I gave your whole universe cancer, Jade. Am I making myself look good, young lady? What's Aradia doing here? Oh, it's Delius Biznassi from Betty Crocker at Turntech Godhead. Please enjoy, Miss Strider. That's then, weird. Made your universe terminal. Noir is the cancer. This reset would come at a cost of wiping the failed heroes from existence. They would live new lives from scratch. When you scratch the game, you become the ancestor. Yeah. And the ancestors become the kids. Oh, hell no. He's talking about ancestors, isn't he? <laughs> good. Good. Molly, what does that look like? Motherfucker. Didn't they say Betty Crocker wasn't human? Yeah, they did say that. Run, Aradius ancestor. Run! You've locked up your last agent schoolgirl, you sick fuck. How do you expect to outrun me? When I am already here! Aw, oh, jeez, here we go. <laughs> What's he doing? He's shushing and papping. Yeah. That's leaving it up to me, as usual, to say that. Oh, sorry! I was distracted! And Jade's dead. <sighs> but Clubsis did it! He did his mission, Molly. Shut the fuck up, Ashley. So he just Jeez. whips through him, and that's how his arm got bloody. Yep. So that's WV gone. Jade, who's now gone god tier, yep. and it makes the sun. Oh, jeez. Oh, Rose there's and Dave. Rose and Dave, yeah. They've gone god tier. Dash Crash starts growing. This is gross. And we get our first look at Lord English. Yeah, I've seen this dude. Act six. So, we're seeing the homestuck house and it flips around. Flips and turns red. Turns red. The curtains are green, like we've seen before. Yeah. They open up. We see our galaxy. The universe. Yeah, the universe. Yeah. I, I believe this is. There are two homestuck themes. I believe this is the second one. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, we're like, looking through it. The space. The final frontier. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot of space right now. Yeah, like there's not much to talk about, sorry. Yeah. There's Earth. There's Earth. New Earth. New Earth. Earth 2. Uh, let me zoom in on it. We're zooming into uh, it looks like Washington, where John the Washington lives. area. Yeah. But now it's fall. Everything's yellow. Yep. Yep. Piano. Some kids playing the piano. Some kids playing the piano. Zoom back in on it. And it's the house we know we know and love. The Homestuck. Uh, this version of the theme is very good. Yeah. And it's like an old dusty hat. Beat up hat. Like a red cash card. Oh, there's a, a prom sleuth poster and a poster of Tobias Funke from <laughs> Arrested Development. Yep. And Colonel Sassikers. Yeah. Guns. Guns? That, hmm. Okay. 
That maybe oh, took Liv a turn. Liv Tyler. Okay. Yeah, there's Liv Tyler. And a note. Seeing a bunch of right because cats. Jade is Nana in this timeline. Yeah, and a fenestrated wall. Come to like a city. Oh my God, Dallas and Sweet Bro Sweet and Hella Jeff, Jeff the movie. Great. And a a little cow with the dirt stream thing and a, a katana sword. Yeah. Kind of like the volcano. Volcano the temple. with the temple. Seems like a mm -hmm. lot more water. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a new sunrise. It's a new day, Molly. It's a new day. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, Clap for your two-time champs. Because we have all been... All of Homestuck has been one day so far. Yeah. We zoom out, and it's in the eye of someone. It's yeah, some, it's Kid Nana. It's Kid Nana. She's wearing a, a, that's a prom sleuth monster on her shirt. Is it? Yeah, she's just looking yeah, okay. up into the sky like like John did yep. in the first act. What a good day! If I'm gonna guess, it's probably her birthday. Probably, but we're seeing it on a screen, and it's got like a symbol. Alternia text. Alternia text, and like a symbol on the top. Yeah, like that medical like symbol. Yeah, I was gonna say, it looks like the medical symbol. Yeah, with the two okay. snakes. Yep. Next. We're seeing like a gray pant. I'm gonna press that next button. Yep. Homestuck. Here we go, Molly! Oh boy, I can't believe it. We're finally starting Homestuck. Hey everyone, welcome to Ho Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. <laughs> uh, so, hey, I'm just gonna let you in on this one. Yep. The fans call the main kids the beta kids and the, these kids the alpha kids. Yeah. So we scratched Homestuck. And yeah. so I'm now the one in charge and you're now my oh jesus christ yeah 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 it's got some levels yeah also i think Jeez, when, when, okay when me and luke did it we uh just how the d day fell we started yeah. with act six and so then we uh switched places for a bit so i was those, <laughs> that's pretty not good realizing that that would actually happen right but we're seeing yeah, this... A young lady stands in her bedroom. It just happens today, the 11th of November, 2011, which is when this day this showed up was. Then it's getting yeah. the launch of a highly exclusive playtesting experience for a much-anticipated game. The young lady is expecting to find the game in her mailbox today. She expects the game to be enclosed in a pair of envelopes, and printed on those envelopes, she expects to find her name. What do you suppose the name on the envelope will be? Before we go... Uh-huh. We see uh, the hat that Nana went with originally... In our timeline, yeah. so still kind of the same thing. Yeah. Uh, the Tobias Funky with a green writing on it, a capital card, a prom sleuth poster, and a yep. Spurb Alpha with a with the Betty Crocker logo. Yep. Instead of a Skynet logo. Yeah. Which yeah, Skynet was what uh, Grandpa Harley owned. Yeah. So apparently, in this universe, stuff changed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, enter name. You can't enter name. It's already engraved an honorary platinum on her 13th birthday, which was about two and a half years ago. It has been sitting here neatly on the bookshelf ever since. Pretending to engrave it with another name after completing the sacred rite of passage is practically unheard of. Is it just your nearly as offensive as it would be if you tried to name her something dumb like Barnes Stinch Fart Face? 
Luckily, she's not a sword order good, and she'll let it slide this time. As long as you hurry up and get your big day started. Alright. It's Jane, Jane Crocker. Crocker. Sure. Yeah. So she apparently is part of the Crocker legacy. From the Crocker dynasty. Yep. The proud, proud Crocker dynasty. Uh, examine room. Your name is Jane. As was previously mentioned, you're poised in the elite opportunity to spur of Alpha. It's suddenly, in fact, you're probably the only of your kind invited to play test. Though you guess that probably comes with the territory of being the heiress apparent to a big goods empire. You don't suppose it hurts that you set Empire's number one fangirl either. It should come as no surprise that you enjoy baking, but you also enjoy reading detective stories. You fancy yourself a skilled pranksteress, if by no other means than lineage. Though at times you feel it's tough to fill the shoes when you're surrounded by jokers. Seriously, the shenanigans portrayed your pals makes for your old time day feel kind of pedestrian sometimes. But oh well, you love them all anyway. You once dabbled in amateur botany, but found it too frustrating because your vegetables kept disappearing. Actually, you know what? You don't want to talk about it. You love situation comedies, while holding particular affection for a mustachioed funny man. You know, your Foxworthies, your Funks, your Swansons. But not necessarily your Gallaghers, per se. Because you have to draw the fucking line somewhere. <laughs> you are pleased to contemplate frightening fauna, though saddened by the regrettable fakeness attribute. Uh, none of that matter right now, because you're psyched about the special day, 11-11-11, i.e., Two X three prong day, whatever that means. A date exhibiting just the sort of numerical gimmick corporations love to exploit for their big releases or for launching major rebranding initiatives. In the case of your church multi-global empire, both such events are slated to happen today. You can't wait to see what's in store and for the mail to come. When it does, you'll waste no time in embarking on the game's maiden voyage. Even a fraction of what you heard turns out to be true, you're paired at the time of your life. So this is I can't wait to play Skyrim. <laughs> God damn, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. Um, That's actually kind of funny. November, I think that's when that game came out, right? I'm thinking maybe. I think, <clears throat> I think that's when Skyrim came out. Hang on, I have to look this up now because I'm curious. Yeah, crushed it. Boom. Um, Yeah, great. You did it. <laughs> you did done did it, Molly. I remember the one thing. <laughs> But yeah, um, she's got a yeah Foxworthy poster, a Nick Offerman poster. Yeah, also a poster of Mr. Manhattan and Howie Mandel from Little Monsters. <laughs> but she's got a lot of Betty Crocker stuff. Yeah, she does. Her catalog of- is apparently Betty Crocker. Her, she's got, doesn't have a magic chest. She's got a Betty Crocker chest. Yep. Uh, she's got a like Betty a, Crocker spoon on her bed. She's got a Betty Crocker computer. Yep. Uh, and she's got two bunnies. She does have two bunnies. One's a wizard. The other is a detective. Yeah. Great. Uh, Jane, quickly retrieve arms from chest. Jane is not empowered to rehash this redundant guy because all of a sudden she's too busy beating the other guy. We need to figure out what this fellow's name is pronto. Whoa, okay. Yeah, no, fuck this shit. <laughs> We're seeing a dude with like a bunch of, like, movie posters of a lot of like blue ladies oh god yep and you're right uh, he's got some pistols he's got some pistols some flintlock pistols you know he's working on Liv tyler yeah he's got, he's got incredible hulk comics yeah a lot of comics 
Uh, and he's got um, a skull shirt of someone that kind of looks familiar. Looks a little bit like a Lord English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Enter name. It's Jake English. Once again, you make the incalculable blunder of attempting to engrave an already outgraded black on him. His name was S when he turned 13, too. Almost three years ago. He's been sitting here messing on his unbelievably do- deadly pile of guns ever since. What sort of vulgar childish monkey you think this poor bastard with? Barf breath turd smirk? Doesn't even matter. Just tell him what to do. Huh. This dude's name. Hmm. Yeah, that's weird. He's got, like, a picture of Lord English on his shirt, and his name is English. Right. That. Hmm. Uh, is that just gonna be, like, a whole fucking, um... Like, is this a Beck situation? I wonder. I don't know. Man, whatever. Yeah, home. Hey, we're back in Homestuck, where everything nothing we're makes. We're back in Homestuck. We 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 knew how everything worked for a bit, and now nothing makes sense. Yeah, suddenly I don't know shit anymore. Just, Examine room. Just like Jade. Just like Jade. God damn it! Shut up. No. Holy shit! There's a lot of posters. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did. Uh, he did talk about Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, but that's way more posters. Yeah, that's way more posters. Uh, one of these posters is. For the Time Traveling Demon, which is not an actual movie. Let me try to find this. It is a piece of fan art someone made of Lord English. Shit. Um, let me try to find... Oh, he's got the Girl Smurf poster. Of course. Of course he does! God. Of course he does. Amazing. So I was half right about that being Jade's grandpa. Yeah, you were. (laughs) Just not in a way you could have possibly thought of. Yeah, no. Yeah, but there's the poster. Wait for this. Fuck, that's good art. Yeah. It, it, it's so crazy to me, like, how fast people did it. Yeah. It's like, oh, we saw Lord English, and there he is. I've made yep, this here, great, great new fan art. art for him. Yeah, that's fucking top tier. Yeah, but he's got a bunch, like you said, we got, we got a bunch of posters. <laughs> yeah, a lot of blue ladies, because of course. Uh, yup. He's got a bunch of guns. Lots of guns. He's got a bunch of comics. AR would be so proud of him. Yeah. He's got a Hulk one, which... Yep. Who does the Hulk kind of look like? Uh, no, yeah, no. He looks he looks a little bit like English. Uh, he's got a... Pu- Mostly by virtue of being giant, muscly green dudes. Yeah. He's got a Punisher po- uh, comic, which, of course, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, he's also got a Spider-Girl one. Excellent. Name is Jake. You love movies. All movies. You would describe your taste in films as eclectic, but in truth, it's much less totally indiscriminate. You bluster frequently and exuberance for firearms and fisticuffs and adventure. Though you have no human company for which you to share these interests. But who needs chums when you can enjoy a top-notch gainer of gals as a ruling complexion? Hubba hubba. You know, be found with your nose in a comic book or two. Not that it makes you a nerd or anything. Like, who can even care about that? Oh, Genevieve, you're a panch and swagger. Qualities which you would bandy with the plum on your globe-spending adventures, hypothetically speaking. You'd love to travel around the world, toppling any sacred urns you encountered. You'd take it by the opportunity to defile the hollow tombs everywhere, rain them all of their treasure, and how you give your right leg for a discretion, desecrating the shit out of some real-life mystic ruin in their Byzantine wares. Like for you, Lim, there's a day set of rooms nearby, and you desecrate them quite frequently. 
You also tour become a frightening fauna and plague daily by their regrettable realness attribute. <laughs> what else? Uh, you like to wrestle. Did you mention fisticuffs yet? You know, scrums and whatnot. Also, skulls. Gosh, you love skulls. It's a good skull at the heart of any mystery. Haunting its every page. This is what you always say. Or at least, it's what you always hope. What do you do? Boy. Uh, also, he says he'll give his right leg. Which... Uh, oh, yeah, that's the one that English lost, huh? Yep. Yep. And also, I should mention this. Uh, Duck Scratch he says he's a great host. He was a literal host for Lord English. Yeah, ew, gross. Okay, we're back, and we brought a friend. We got a friend! Hi! Hi, Luke. I'm back. It's Luke. I'm so glad you're back. Yeah, I'm glad to yeah. be back. Yeah, Ashley said we had lots and lots of dialogue to do. There is, yeah. Um, I don't know how long... I, I, I said I don't know how long we're planning to read. I know full well how long. <laughs> It'll be a couple hours at least. Yeah, yeah. I know how these go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, we've only been doing this since, I don't know, 1.30 today? Are you kidding <laughs> For, for, for me. Molly. For me. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, Still, no, you've the, already done a lot. <laughs> yeah, we've... <laughs> I, think, I think our actual recorded time is around two hours right now. Or not two okay. hours, no. four hours, excuse me. Four you, hours, four yeah. hours. Yeah, so we've taken quite a few breaks in here. Okay, all right. We, we had dinner. Yeah, we had dinner, hanging out, all having right. a good time. Yeah. But, yeah, we... I, I just, I have created a monster, and sometimes I just have to sit in silent, like penance for what I've done to you. Both of you. <laughs> they will not be silent penance. No. No, you will be participating, friend. Very happy to bust out my Jake voice again. Oh yeah, I forgot about the Jake voice. I don't know any of the voices yet, so... Yeah. Well, Nobody's I mean, talked yet. Yeah. I already pointed out to Molly about the, the time-traveling demon poster, so don't worry. Okay. <laughs> it's very Listen, good. All that kind of stuff is your job now. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, um, also, I said it to Ashley, but I was right about this being uh, Jade's grandpa. Yeah. In the silliest way possible. Right. Also her grandson. Yep. I love time travel. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, that didn't sound sincere. Uh, I love time travel. <laughs> All right. Uh, retrieve arms from floor post haste. You make a dutiful motion towards your trusty firearms, doing your part to sail the mushy carcass of a horse that passed along long ago when suddenly a wild character select screen appears. You really feel like you're on the driver's seat now. You can basically take the story literally anywhere, as long as you don't pick one of those shitty characters, as long as the panels are actually finished being drawn. It's this whole panoramacopia limitless possibilities bump before your eyes. Who do you want to be? Uh, yeah, so we we got uh, Jane and Jake. Uh, Jane is in what looks like Seattle. Jake is out in the middle of the ocean. Yep. We got the mom person who looks to be in, like, New York. Yeah, that area. <clears throat> and then the bro person who looks to be somewhere in Texas. Uh, so we can't pick... Can't pick them. Can't pick them. Uh, we could pick Jake or Jane. Yes. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, God. 
Is the choice overwhelming, Molly? <laughs> uh, did Jane, Jane, clicking Jane. Okay, you're Sully Jane again. All right. What was it that you're up to? All right, this game. You're excited about that. Early this morning, you thought you heard the mail chuck, even though the mail never comes in the morning. But just be sure you rush downstairs to check. Even though due to recent events, you're forbidden from leaving the house. Lasso's not there, and you sort of space out in the sky with a goofy gun on your face for no great reason. Then you're caught red-handed by your guardian. Then you got in trouble. You think you might be grounded now? Whatever, Dad. <laughs> okay. Uh, examine fetch modus. These kids are 16. They're more yeah, rowdy they, than yeah, we were 15, used to. Yeah, they're 15, 16. Yeah. It's through recipe modus, an extremely handy little inventory widget your dad got you for your birthday a couple years ago. He can be a real hard ass sometimes. Not really. But he's sure to know how to spoil his little girl. Uh, capture log it. You stick the recipe modus in your, uh, recipe modus. You flip the card over on its back. The thing about this most that you think is really cool is that instead of showing a completely useless Wally Garwood code in the back, the it itemizes the components which could be used to create it in a completely hypothetical framework, of course. Just another wonderful innovation by our favorite company. It's released its mini product of the experimental nature, often with applicability to other kinds of technology and parts which haven't hit the market yet. Of course, as the heiress, you're proved to sell the sweetest gear in advance. Maybe you'll rummage through some of it later. Uh, the modus of a catalog object has only one simple recipe, involving an array modus, snore, and a cookbook. Yes! Other objects have more varied and lab recipes, though. This is pretty cool. Yeah. <clears throat> I like this a lot. Um, so you get to see what you can, like, all the kinds of different stuff you can go by to get the same thing. Yeah. Rad. Right. Uh, get hat. Yeah. You catch like your favorite hat, which is also your only hat. You spend basically your entire childhood in this hat, pretending to be pretending to be hard-boiled detectives and whatnot. In public, you and your dad made quite the pair. Everyone would tell by a glance that you were your father's daughter, served from his loins directly and genetically, though through what undoubtable and natural process of human procreation involving a man and a woman. People would definitely not have said, yep, that little lady sure did emerge from a womb on account of that gentleman's awesome virility. As you can see, there's a loads of way to cook up a hat like this, involving many stupid combinations of random objects. You can make this hat out of the, the mother grub egg. The matriarch, the, Great. the book uh -huh. by Duddle, uh, yeah, the uh, matriarch, Charles Duddle, Perfect. and a potted plant, or a gun. I like that his name is just Charles Duddle now. <laughs> oh, it's it, Dutton, yeah. <laughs> no, it's Duddle now, he's lost it. Yeah, Dutton. got fuck. Shaver's Almanac plus T-Bone yep. Steak, that's pretty good. Uh, okay, inspect posters. It's one of your funny man pinups, a glorious Foxworthy. It's one interest that overlaps with your dad's. He thinks his corny redneck stick is just the funniest thing since sliced bread. That was sliced by a hilarious clown with a laugh knife. Honestly, you don't care much for its comedy though. Given the low income, recall it classes, affectionate sass, ad nauseum, is what you call your cup of tea. You think he's just really handsome. Every time he starts rattling off pointers on how to self diagnose bumpkinhood, get lost in that pair of blue twinklers and that soft auburn lip bristles. You were so shy when you got that poster autographed, only you felt worthy of that fox. <laughs> oh god. Oh, and that one's one of your prompts with posters. God. You got a lot of problems with stuff, because you think detective stories are just so swell. That was the last panel in the first story, which ended up a little before your 13th birthday. Since then, the author has been steadily updating prompts with two, which you've been following avidly. You're happy that he stayed in that lane and stuck with the time-tested formula. If he went a different direction, he probably would have found it really disappointing. Uh-huh. Because, <laughs> yeah. 
So in, in this universe, instead sure. of Andrew going on to make the Midnight Crew or making yeah. Homestuck, he made Promise Lose 2. Right. Uh, check out other posters. And also, man, she loves Jack Fo- Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah. No, I was going to skip on that, <sighs> but yeah. <laughs> Another sleuth poster, of course, with two of your favorite dames ever. The Tobias and the Manhattan were cut gifts by your 14th birthday, sent to you by good buddy Jake. Just got a periwinkle heartthrob. Of course, we send a plan for retaliation for the ribbing you've given him over the years for his inexplicable infatuation with the his Othello fit. Oh boy. Yes, Luke. <laughs> Just, that's a Othello. word. Is that it? I don't know. Othello. He made a couple of coy recommendations for objects of your attraction, and you've hung his cold butt, cold well, beefcakes here since. He was pretty spot on with the blue funke, to be honest, since that's like the best show ever. Mr. Cross can blue himself anytime as far as you're concerned, but the Manhattan, not so much. Comics aren't really your thing, but you hang it up anyway because that's the third thing you do in a mildly escalating feud of passive-aggressive one-upmanship. You own it! But you felt kind of weird about having his blue mute penis dangle over your head when you sleep, so you covered up with something more, even more obscene. I'm sorry, revolting troll Howie Mandel, also gifted to you by Jake. Good lord, does that kid have some spotty taste. Here's also your magnificent Swanson. Ron Swanson is the perfect man. You've tried to order all the bacon and eggs in a restaurant on several occasions. Your dad never lets the order go beyond the joke level. What a fuddy-duddy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Jake's uh, got some thirst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gross thirst, but yeah. Hey, don't... <laughs> what? Huh? We make King Shame until you cry, but not on this. <laughs> this is a safe place. Are you calling Homestuck a safe place? Is that... Hang on. I just want to be clear. Okay. No, let me tell you about Homestuck as a safe place, not... Okay. Okay. <laughs> Take Spoon. She just wants to pull Ron Swanson's mustache over her like a like a soft, thick Okay, tail. now I'm King Shaman. I've changed my mind. I've changed that. my mind. <laughs> Let's burn this down. <laughs> you took your trusty Junior Battermaster's Bull Buster Stirring Solution 50,000 into your strike deck. Okay, with the ever martially pragmatic spoon kind. You wouldn't have it any other way. You love your fancy spoon. Has several million recipes stored in it, and walks through each step with a soothing female robot voice, just like in science fiction. Some urban legends say the device also broadcasts subliminal messages, distributing ominous Crocker Court propaganda. But you don't put any stock into that sort of baloney for a second. There's one switch that doesn't seem to do anything. Maybe yours is defective. Still, it's perfectly serviceable and has assisted you whipping up mini cake into delicious submission. Examine bunnies. These customized bunnies were gifts to you on your 13th birthday from two of your friends. Both were heirlooms passed down to them, and they decided to coordinate gift ideas and send you dressed-up versions of their beloved childhood toys. You like to think he was shooting for a detective bunny with the one that left, but you know realistically it was probably an Indiana Jones bunny more aligned with his interests than yours, especially since it came with a little whipped you have since misplaced. The bunny used to belong to his grandma. Other than what used to belong to your friend's mom, she dressed it as a wizard, which was also unapologetically more representative of her interest than yours. That's okay, though. You love the gesture anyway, and you and she are totally BFFCs forevers. Her words. And you agree with them. You did get one more bunny from your other pal. He had to make it himself from Strax. 
from scratch since the other ridiculous reason he doesn't have that ratty old bunny heirloom lying around. His gift was somewhat less innocuous. You have no idea where it is, though. Probably just as well. Okay. Yeah, three bunnies still. Yep. Yep. Uh, look out window. And she's looking at the window, and it's kind of like when John looked at the window in Act 1. Yeah. You've been fitting around your room all day, making little observations about your various belongings, checking the clock. When will the dang mail get here? Uh, just take another peek out of the window, just in case. Next. It's still not there, but there's your dad. What's he up to? It's dad! It's dad! It's okay, dad! yeah, no, I'm not surprised this is like this. Because okay. dad wasn't part of that whole genetic fuck-up. Yeah. But on the other hand, dad was, like, Nana's biological son. Yeah, that's true. So what... So what the fuck, eh? I... Mm, John Cusack. Just a universal <laughs> concept. There will always be a dad. There will always be a lighthouse. There will always be... <laughs> God. Next. He just kept on the car. Oh, that's right. He's going to wash it today. Before taking the backyard next to the garden hose, he gets a very busy father itinerary. So many dad things to do every single day. The mail arrives soon. That would be a great opportunity to sneak out and get it. Fingers crossed. Yeah. But yeah, she is stuck at home. Yeah, she's she's actually stuck. Because she's grounded. Yeah. Next. Looks like I'm someone's... Still, not, I, still putting his car in his wallet. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like someone's bothering you. He better make it quick. You got a window to stay glued to. Uh, Jane, go to computer. And it's, uh... Jake. Let's see. You know... Uh, but yeah, she's got a prom sleuth background. Desktop. Yeah. She's got the uh, Hamera, uh, like, uh, browser. Yeah, Pester Chum. She got, and Betty Bro- uh, Bother. Great. You she probably know refuses you to re- use Pester Chum. You know you should really switch to Pester Chum. It's what your friends use, and it's a lot better than Betty Bother, if you're being honest with yourself. BB's just so spammy and annoying with all the pop-ups everywhere. Yep. You know... These kids are all really into, like, obscure proprietary browsers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they're all just on some, like, Linux forum looking at what new browsers someone has hobbled yeah. together. God, yeah. That's really good. Also, instead of Game Bro, she's got Game Girl. Fucking perfect. <laughs> Excellent. Finally, a universe I can get into. <laughs> uh, next. Um. Oh, uh, God. Uh, look at this dreadful <laughs> clutter. You've got to switch, but then brand loyalty is a powerful thing. Looks like Jake is messaging you. Jesus. You got a Hamburg Helper one, a Be the First to Visit Bars, a Fruit Gushers one, and a, just a picture of Guy Fieri. Just Guy Fieri. Uh, and every so- They're all flashing or yeah. something. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> uh, answer Jake. Oh boy. Got it first. You. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Jake has a computer that is a skull. <sighs> of course he does. Great. It's like flashing colors. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's the Lord English skull. Like, yeah. It's still it's still that. Right. Uh, but we just have two people here, so I guess one of us gonna have to sit out. 
Yeah, I don't know how how y'all want to handle this. I'm just a guest here, so. Uh, or we could do this and then have Molly like listen to it so she can get the voices. Sure. Yeah, we could do that. Right. Yeah, you guys could do the first one and then we'll figure it out from there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Golgotha's terror began bothering Gusty Gumshoe. Gutsy Gumshoe at 11:05. Jane. Forgive my botherations, I know this is meant to be a spanking rip-snorter of a day for you and all, but do you happen to know where the devil-fucking-dickens or Mr. Strider might be? Oh, that's fine. I've been meaning to message you sooner, actually, but I suppose all the hubbub today, it plumb slipped my mind, which is a shocking fact on its loathsome considering what I have to tell you. Hey, Gad! <laughs> Loosens collar a bit. As for the Strider business, hmm, he's an elusive guy, Jake. You know that. I talked to him yesterday. That's as much help as I can be. Shoot. I really need to ask him something, but he's got his blasted autoresponder turned on. Hoo-hoo. I love that thing. He wouldn't be pleased to hear you say that. What do you need with him? Does this have anything to do with your crazy pin pal project? It most certainly does, and time is of the essence. Today is the day I have to finish it and send it. Not a day later. So you see why I'm feeling really friggin' discombobulated at the moment. Sorry, Jay. This would be the birthday present for your grandmother? No! It is for your grandfather simply to be relayed to him by my grandmother. A joint gift to him from she and I. Her and me. What? Who and you now? A joint gift from her and me. Grammar, Jake. Oh, for frig's flippin' sake, Jane, this is no time for your prudish pedantry. Leave your bookish malarkey in a dusty old library somewhere. I have an adventure to get on with. So if I had this straight, the big thing you hung up your plate today is not this marvelous new game which I've invited you to play with me, but fishing a robotic rabbit to give to your, my dead pop-pop? Bingo! Double pistols and a wink! You're a very strange and silly boy. Please, Jane, we have addressed this. I'm sending the gift back in time to when they're both alive and about our age. Or, uh, something like that. Something funny is going on here that I've not fully grappled yet, but dagnabbit if I'm not going to see it through. Well, Godspeed then. I do hope you can pull it off. Are you being fresh with me now? No. Look, Jane, I know you've never believed me and you think everything I say is some big cockamamie goof-off, but I think today of all days is when you should start taking some things more seriously. Especially since I have always had your back. I've always believed in you! Hey, I believed in you too. Ever believing someone isn't the same thing as believing in somebody. But that much said, I think that maybe I'm getting ready to believe some of the wild stories I've heard. Or, if not believe outright, we deserve judgment on, at least. Is that so? I don't know. I'm still not sure what to think, but what I wanted to tell you this morning was I had a really wild dream last night, and you were in it. Oh, my. Glasses fog up, fumbling for a handkerchief. Shh, not like that. It was so real. I think you were in the game, even though we haven't started playing yet. I don't know what to make of it. Whether it was a vision of the future or something that exists now, or it's just a really lucid dream due to excitement. What was I doing there? Um, not a heck of a lot. I wouldn't want to tell you about it, but I'll take some time to explain, and we both have things to attend to. You with your time traveling rabbit work, and I my vigilant window gazing. Too true. 
Let us reconvene later and sort out all this shit at a leisurely pace. Yeah, okay. Good luck, Jake. Okay, you too, Jane. Bye! Go Gothis Terrace, Cease Father, and Gusty Gumshoe. I... Gusty Gumshoe. Boy, that Jake voice is gonna kill me. Amazing. <laughs> Fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, it... I believe... Luke did it first. And then he was like, well, I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Just went with my gut. I'm like, oh, I made a mistake. <laughs> and it's a mistake Ashley did not let me back down from. No. I love it. It's really good. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, okay. The, the friends. Friends. Yeah. yeah. And also, hey, like, Jake's kind of like, oh, are you dreaming of me? Yeah, Jake's a right. fucking... These, these kids are very clearly 15, 16. Right, instead of th- 12, yeah, exactly. 13. Yeah, I, when we... Re- like, when we read this, like, Luke was so surprised. I was like, I did not remember how thirsty these kids were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these are, these, are near, these are kids halfway through high school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. These kids are almost as old as the spies. Or older They're than the older spies. They're older than the spies. They're older than the spies. Fucking A. <laughs> huh. Maybe he said uh, check clock. Yeah, check clock. Hold the phone. 11.10. You almost forgot. One minute until the Empire's rebranding launch. You want to live up to the hype. Guess you'll find out. Wait a minute. You write another 60 seconds in. Huh? Something happened to your baking chest. Did the logo just change? You wonder what else has been affected. Oh. Mm. That's the, uh... Yeah, change it from a spoon to... The Trident logo. Yeah. Huh. Jane, look around. Yep, this one changed too. Crocker Corp is nothing if not with its branding tactics. You guess it's pretty cool? It's just a fork instead of a spoon. Not the most awe-inspiring logo you've ever seen, but... Who are you to judge? Aside from the future owner of the company. You make a mental note to when you turn 18 and hit the company, you'll change it back to a spoon. You'll love the spoon. Uh, examine Bowl Buster. Sure enough, the Junior Battlemaster Bowl Buster Stirring Solution 50,000 has been affected too, along with the Speculus. So now she's fork kind. Yeah. Uh, try flipping switch. Oh, rad. You try the broken <laughs> switch again. Hey, look, it does something now. Talking your trusty Bowl Buster between a stirring solution and a poking solution. Neat. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Jane, back to the window. It's back to the wall. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Okay. Not continuing that. Nope. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not going to ask. That's a wrap, You don't song. know? Okay. Oh, man. I don't know anything, Molly. That's my line. God damn. Anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, well, you've seen no movies. <laughs> You're in no place to criticize someone else's lack of pop yeah, culture knowledge. Fair. Nope, still nothing. You surely would have heard the truck pull up. You guess the Empire wasn't able to coordinate the mail with its rebanding. Maybe the U.S. Postal Service is the one thing it doesn't have its gnarled claws in yet. Another mental note. Sink gnarled claws into post office when you take over. <laughs> oh, jeez. Jade seems... You know, considering mi- that... Yeah, go, go ahead. Jade seems maybe a bit too gung-ho for this. Maybe a little <laughs> bit. Well, I was going to say, considering that she keeps talking about how she's going to, like, own a multinational company in, like, two and a half years... She sure does just live in, like, a normal house out in the suburbs. You gotta keep it humble. Does ca- uh, alright. <laughs> you don't. Well, and considering, like, how weird Betty Crocker actually is, 
Right. I like assume like that they wouldn't like give any of that money to her. Right. Sure. Uh, open chest. And Dad probably wants nothing to do with oh, it. Oh yeah. <laughs> you think Dad knows better? Probably. But maybe not knows, but at least you know is aware of. Or he just doesn't right. want like, anything to off. do with that. That could just be it. He's like, is it hats? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you make Barbasol? I did not think so. Like, oh, we make whipped cream. Is it shaving cream? Don't give up. <laughs> do not give a fuck. Uh, you decide to pass the time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, open chest. You decide to pass the time by rummaging through your baking chest and hang on. Maybe later. I was really close to interrupting you again. Okay. Just the goofs. <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, Jane, answer. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, but we see a, a picture of, of Jane's pop pop, which oh yeah, yeah, that would be John. Yeah, that would be John. Except also, he's dead. Also, my voice just cracked. I didn't notice. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're getting a she's getting pestered or bothered, I guess. Yeah, we're uh, bothered. by the. Uh, the medical the logo one. The snake logo. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, Luke, do you know what it's called? Uh, it's a Caduceus, I think. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's a, it's either Caduceus or Rod of Asclepius, I forget which. It's a Caduceus. Caduceus. Okay, okay, sure. Yeah, the snake doctor logo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the snake doctor logo, yeah, yeah, yeah of you know. Uh, which, which we saw earlier. Yeah, it was on the monitor or something? A monitor? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That we saw that, like, troll in front of. Yeah. Pressing the, the next key. What's that? I think she just said it, it pressed the, the next key on the monitor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not sure if you're talking to me or someone off mic. No, it was, <laughs> yeah, no, you. Yeah, nobody else is in here right okay. now. Okay. I would very much like to take this, the troll. That's okay with everyone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, go okay. for it. Uh, and do you want to take Jane, uh, Molly? Yeah, sure, I'll give it a shot. Uh, I think at one point we hear later that she has a high-pitched voice, but that's really the only... For Jane? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Uranium Umbrim uh, began hearing gutsy gumshoe at 11.17. i got to remember how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, lovely. Wait, hello. So I guess today is finally the day you make everything better. <laughs> This is a day where after the legendary octet of mutual progeny will come together and heal the great breach in paradox space. A day delivered through 80 billion years and four distinct universes instances worth of unfathomable turbulence. And while the emerald eye of the storm is fixed in the abyss forever, today you are poised to escape its scowl once and for all. By sky's guiding light you may leave behind its turning arms of bright colors and mayhem and secure peace for your cosmic progeny all duration. If you are to meet this departure with trepidation, I would understand, but I would also ask, is there nothing I could do to ease your mind? Gosh, so formal today. Yes, I'm afraid I'm guilty of rehearsing this pep talk well in advance. I thought you deserved a proper send-off. Aww. Well then, is there nothing I can do? That was a serious question. You needn't worry about easing my nerves. If it weren't for you, I wouldn't be nearly as thrilled about today as I am. Splendid. Remember, I will be here to help. Whilst refraining from causal spoilers to the best of my ability. 
that is reassuring. Have you corresponded with your first designated co-player yet? No, I haven't seen her online yet today. I'm really hoping Lalonde won't flake out on me this time. Have you heard from her? Not to today that is local to you, though I do have a wee bit more trouble monitoring than the rest of you. Curious Dark Patches intermission. Hmm. Still, I wouldn't fret over it. She's as good a chum as, as you have and could come through ultimately, even you know, if things seem dire. If you say so. Oh, I wanted to tell you, I had an amazing dream last night. Blimey! I believe it may have been the sort you described. A dream of awakening, presuming I haven't just flat out lost my marbles. Indeed, I'm sure it was. I knew you'd wake up soon. Might you describe what you saw? I was at a bright gold city. Above was a brilliant blue sky, but the horizon was dark as night. Was this the place you told me about? What was it called? Oh, shucks, does this count as a casual spoiler? Not at all. This is a simple detail on the realm you are about to explore without direct involving your future decisions of consequence. The place you visited was called Prospit. If I were woken up, it is where I've woken up every time I've gone to sleep for most of my life. I didn't see you there. At least, I don't think I did. No, you wouldn't have. My Prospit is an alternate version from yours, in a completely different session quite far field of your reality. If you're ever to meet in person, it is unlikely to be while playing our respective games. Okay, then. I mentioned this briefly to Jake, and he didn't have much to say before we parted ways. I will gather this if it all's true, then it means Jake had not awoken yet? I think it's for you to determine in time. Uh, what is your hunch? I don't know. But there was one thing about the dream that was very troubling. I'm becoming nervous to consider what it might mean. Understandable, but it will be important to practice patience today. You have a long road ahead of you, and many questions will be answered in time. But we can talk it over later. Now we both have games to prepare for. I know you would never fully appreciate what this actually meant, but I took much care to sync up these conversations with you on the same day that I began playing as well. That way we can journey through our session together. Compare notes! Hmm. I'm still not sure I appreciate what that means, but I appreciate that a nice gesture has been made if you say so. I guess I should just start believing all this now, huh? Rather than learning it to be true later and feeling the fool for all my curmudgeonly skepticism? Hmm. For starters, I guess I could drop my reservations about your story. Will you? I can write off much to tomfoolery as I'm no stranger to a good prank myself, but quite honestly you seem too kind for this charade. Not the type I'd expect to trot out such persistent falsehoods beyond their humanist welcome. So what do I know? Consarnet, maybe you are an alien girl from Uranus, and together we're about to play a game which determines the fate of existence. Sign me up! No, me. I never claimed to be from that planet, which is only in the far reaches of your solar system. In fact, I'm from much further away. A different universe altogether. But if you truly mean it, thank you for believing me. Now, Jane, my lovely, let us prepare for this adventure. Remember what I said about the need for patience? Patience with your friends? Patience for your growth of the hero of life? And patience for the coming of the other four of legend? A hero of breath, and of light, and of time, and of space. If you still find yourself in doubt, just check the inscription on that big old book downstairs. After all, if you can't trust written by your own hand, then what uses trust at all? Kisses! Uranium Umbra, see cheering gutsy gumshoe. Hmm. So we got a new troll. Yeah, the opposite yeah. of trolls. Yeah, the cheers. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, their handle is... Uranium Umbra, so it's U-U, mm -hmm. and 
all of the U's are capitalized. Yes. Uh, they're adorable. I like them. Yeah. Yeah. So they're talking, the other four would be the, you know, the first kids. Yeah. We're getting a lot more information than like, they, they don't, there's not a lot of like fussing around. I was like, oh, these kids don't know anything about what they're doing. They seem no. to have gotten a bit of a head start on this. Yeah, a little bit. Um, well, yeah, I mean, they would have to, right? Because now it's the um, the part where they're trying to make it work, where Paradox yeah, right. Space is setting them up for success now. Or, yeah, yeah. Or, like, yeah. moving in that direction. But also, Yu uh, Yu was talking about uh, causal spoilers. Yeah, so not influencing the other time, or yeah. their timeline, basically. Yeah. Let's see, what else? Because I feel like that was a lot. Yeah. Or maybe not, I don't know. We, we yeah, always it's, say it's... that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know. Fuck it. Oh, uh, the first things you says is kind of a callback to what uh, that's happened a lot before, which is she goes, I guess today is the day you finally make everything better. Yeah, instead of the day you fuck everything up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I could be on board with a bunch of really cheerful, happy characters. I could be into that. <laughs> we'll see. Change of pace. Yeah. yeah. Just just a different beat. Just friends being friendly and thirsty to each other. <laughs> just yeah. like real it's life. All just, it's all just going to break down into a very loving, supportive orgy. <laughs> this is going to be the best polyamorous relationship ever. It's going to be so <laughs> cute. Okay, back to the chest. You return to your baking chest, which you use mainly for storing quality pranking apparatus and a few other odds and ends. Oh, hello, Pop Pop. His friendly face is there to greet you every time you open the chest. He would have, you would have loved to meet him. Fortunately, his life was cut short at the tender age of 86 in a tragic accident. Coincidentally, on the same day you were born, or as your dad tells you, Pop Pop Crocker was a legendary comedian, following the footsteps of his grandfather, who, of course, was the greatest son and pranking legend of all time. One day, you hope to fall in Pop Pops too. But then, the whoppers you've been told recently are any truth to them. Maybe you'll get to meet him after all. It seems too good to be true. The only relationship you have with him are through video footage of vaudevillian antics on stage, or through his role as Judge Johnny Stone on your favorite old sitcom, Night Court. Fuck, who was the one who liked Night Court? It was John. Yeah, okay, just John checking. John liked the comedian who played that character on Night Court. Great, yeah. perfect. And so now yeah, John Anderson is actually, it, it has taken that role. <laughs> good, good. It, it's great. <laughs> Uh, Jane, rummage around. Just your basics when it comes to breaking. A few clever disguises, a name brand dunce camp, a slightly abridged edition of Susker's text, updated for the modern printer, and come to a few of the more erroneous julep field racial slurs. Uh, several other shade books, your company's protocol model, the Gerst Widget 12,000, of course, your super handy on real Aerith Thoughtway Terror Top. The young go-getting junior battermaster to on the go. The tiara, tiara, uh, man. So <laughs> the, it's a computer. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thought wave tiara top. Yeah. yeah. Good. 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 Um. <laughs> yeah. So that's for fairies. Tiara. Yeah. 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 Except in red. Uh, she's got wise guys and a and pony pals. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jane, dump chest Might as well get all this crap out of here and take it with you You never know when you might need it You should have checked in 
Oh, hello, Harry Anderson. Always a pleasure to see you there. He is oh, also one of your idols, as it happens. Has a bit of history with your pop-pop. They were rivals on the vaudeville comic, the magic act circuit. Eventually, the less competent Anderson was shamed at the industry and one of Green Apache was in the private dickin' biz. He became one of the hardest bold detectives on the mean streets of the Big Easy and later made a fortune off his memoirs. Ghost written by Mac, Mike Cavity. Great. Yes, yeah, so that is, you know, Harry Anderson, yeah. instead of becoming an actor. Yeah, uh, he goes on to be a sleuth. Yeah. And, he became a problem sleuth. Yes. Yep. And Good. Uh, the ghost written by Mac Cavity because the wise guy, the actual book, it written by Mac Cavity. Okay, good. Also, this real um, book. That's a real fucking that? book. Wise, wise guy, that's a real fucking book. Oh, is it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, like, uh, embellished it a bit when you, like, read the text of it, but not all of it. There <laughs> are some of those weird, like, bits where he's describing the magic act and sounds like he's really unimpressed by it in the actual book. <laughs> <laughs> like, I kind of want it, but, like, it's super expensive now. Yeah, for obvious reasons. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Uh, capture log all. I just need to know if me and Harry don't never talk anymore is all is in there. <laughs> There's no way it goes that far with it. The the passages I read were much more subdued than that. It was just every now and then you got like a, hey, wait a second. And he just kind of dragged it out and made that the entire book. Yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> uh, your Celtics is so great. You still remember some of the old shitty folks mode I used to struggle with when you were younger. Tell me the catalog ropes. Fidgenachi heap? Look at this effing noob. Good. Yeah, uh, I just, inspect. I love oh. the idea of, like, as you get older, like, the fetch modus is just like, no, you get just a, an actual fetch modus. Yeah, like, you get a real one. Inspect books. You have a cookbook, which of course was made obsolete by a computerized talking bowl buster. You wouldn't dare part with it, though. Too many wonderful memories. There's an Anderson aforementioned book, Wise Guy, his, Cavanese. Toys are gripping, in a way. And then there's a customized copy of Pony Pals, gift to you on your 14th birthday from the slippery Mr. Strider. Each page contains loving handwritten commentary on his deeds for his, this intrepid young horse. God. Hell fucking yes. DS. And so we... Amazing. And also the wise guys has had like a gun shittily put into it. Yeah. Yep. He should have switched it around so it said from the screen to the street. <laughs> yes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we, you know, the the John and the Jane analogies have had their last name changed. But apparently, it's still Mister Strider and Miss Lalonde. Yeah. No. Hmm. I, sorry, I, I zoned out. I started. I looked up Fibonacci heap and was reading the Wikipedia article on it. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> wise guys can be made by picture of. Uh, Harry Anderson. Harry Anderson. I almost said Louis Anderson, but that's a different dude. Nope, that's a different guy. Uh, and a copy of This Ocean Charles. Good. Pony Pals can be made by combining a pony. Uh, Maplehoof, specifically. I was going to uh, say, is that specifically Maplehoof? Yes. Uh, wise Guy and uh, Triangle Shades. Yeah. Probably for the signature. Yeah. Uh, check out Grist Widget. Thing's a piece of junk. It just wastes your boondolls and destroys your cool gear to produce these stupid things that look like gushers. I like gushers, which serve many practical purposes, like inducing vomiting and similarly the experience of eating plump insects. These things are totally useless. <laughs> Insert hat card. Okay, 
you'll try out one of your less prized positions just to prove how dumb it is. You never like this hat much. Uh, it makes you look like a gnome and basically isn't funny at all. You pop the card in. The Gris Witch in case it will cost 10 Boondal to convert this object into Gris. That's not too bad, you guess. Not like the sort of currency has any value anyway. It was introduced as sort of a BCC Corp fun bucks. It to be used by youngsters specifically on qualifying merch online and stuff. Brilliant business strategy, really. As Air Sandbrite, you're naturally endowed with millions, but you have a reputation for being very generous with. You've also been considering using your wealth to set up a scholarship fund to allow unprivileged kids to go to Boone College. <laughs> God. <laughs> Activate. See? Utterly pointless. You hope Cockroach is going somewhere with this technology, because if not, Product is the first in line to get in the act when you're in charge. I do. I'm sorry. We talked about how like it doesn't seem like she's rich or anything. I like that she's rich in fun bucks. Yeah, <laughs> she's got fun bucks. But yeah, I, uh, this will probably be useful. Oh yeah, maybe at some point. Could be. I don't know. Seems like they get grist real easy. So. Yeah. But like, maybe uh, in the early t- game. Yeah, maybe, or maybe it'll give them some of the rare shit once they start finding right. stuff. Uh, wear tiara top. You put on your highly fashionable, unreal heiress thought wave tiara top for flipping on. It immediately humps to life as its blasting fast process mingles with your thoughts. It's the most efficient opinion of technology in the world by far, as long as you don't wear it for too long. But aside from few migraines, you can't possibly imagine any obey drawbacks okay. that seek production. production come with could come with submit merging Consume your thoughts with embrace your calling experiment your technology conform to social order from a stay asleep extremely powerful die corporation wait what god <laughs> <laughs> oh boy it uh, also that just seems bad her head's like glowing red yeah no that seems they're just killing all these kids <laughs> Uh, continue vigilant window gazing. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> and all hair, new chief justice of the U.S. Supreme Court. <laughs> oh my god. Still no sign of the mail. Might as well keep the terror top on while you look. Even if it means suffering through all these bullshit pop-up ads. That way you can keep an eye out for a little lawn when you're at it. Bakos simulated livestock flakes. <laughs> Green Giant, broccoli and cheese sauce. Huh. Olive Garden feeding chamber. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, next. Speak of the devil fucking dickens. Nice. Uh, answer Lalonde. Well, we get our first shot of uh, Lalonde. Why does she have a martini already? <laughs> Who let this child drink? Teen drinking is very, very bad. It's very bad. Got a fake ID, though. <laughs> uh, I'll take uh, Lalonde, if you don't mind. No, that's fine. I'm very surprised you want to play with the other Rose character. The other yes. Lalonde. Very surprising. I, I never would have expected Molly, Ashley talks a lot about uh, how much she is Rose or how much she loves Rose. I told her I think she reminds me of Roxy more. Other than the drinking. <laughs> yeah. Other than the drinking, I think she's a lot like Roxy. And also, I, yeah, hey, this is Roxy. 
Yeah, no. Oh shit, God, I'm bad at this. I mean, no, you, you're acting like I didn't already know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at some point, the names are unavoidable. Especially no, the second really kids. Are. Yeah, like, like... The, the trolls are names that will not stick. I will yeah. never remember a Kanaya without context. Sure. Uh, but a Roxy, a little bit harder for me to forget. Yeah, especially what with one of your friends having that name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I believe at one point you asked, is there a Roxy? And Luke said, just straight up, no. <laughs> yeah, between you and Luke. I can't remember which one of you it was. You're just like, no. I was like, oh. No, that okay. is 100% Luke. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like me. I would just be like, do like the silent treatment and go like, what? Yeah, yeah, God. <laughs> Don't pretend like you haven't lied to her. Oh, to I her lied face. to Molly, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great comic for building friendships. It really is. Well, just, in the just way we do friendship. it. What's that? In the way we do it. Yeah, God. Yeah, so do you just know all the names of these kids? The other one's Dirk, right? Yep. Okay, yep. great. Hey, no, don't worry about it. It's I mean, the names are not the important part, I don't think. No. It's really not. like To the point where it's almost weird that the comic is so cagey about giving out the names. Well, the other thing is, like, um, God, I was telling Ashley, like, I'm super impressed how long she kept all those troll names under wraps, given that right. I just listened to you guys' episode with that. <laughs> right! And you just dump them right there. Uh-huh. You're just like, fuck this. That was, like, that yeah. was a personal goal for me. I, I mean, it worked out. I didn't know shit. Yeah. Uh, what? You were doing good on this one, too, until I came along. And it no, was, no, no, no. <laughs> I already knew. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Tiffany started being bobbing gutsy gumshoe at 1124. Jane. Hey. Janie. Answer, please. Answer. Jane. Oh, my God. Overreact much? I kept you waiting for all of two seconds. Where have you been all day? No, I just chillin' here. When all of a sudden... All of a sudden? When all of a sudden... Hits me. Uh, we have something really fucking important to talk about. This hit you just now? We made plans to get in touch early this morning, and I've seen neither hide nor hair of you all day. It hits me that... Jake B is coming up real soon. It's a few days before mine, remember? Or I guess it would be if it weren't for the end of the world that's about to happen. Well, for Pete's sake. I just wanted your advice on what to get him. Something sentimental, I guess? But I mean, I'm mostly tapped out on precious heirlooms, ATM, so IDK. Not like anything coming on too strong. Someone says, this is tough platonic and everything. No eyebrow raising funny business going on over here. It still says, you know, call me. If you wanna. Ugh. Now I know you're joking around to get my goat. <laughs> yeah, the goat gun thing, I mean. But joking, oh no, I think not. You don't think that if I didn't say he was off, there's on kind of you all being my best friend, I'd be all the hell over that? Damn. That rugged sense of adventure. The lively, silly vernacular that's like weirdly and witchily not self aware. His adorable teeth. Swoon. No, stop. Well, shit, Jane. What am I even supposed to do? I can't hit on anybody. Apparently, I can entertain nary a frisky thought about 
anybody because apparently I would all a bunch of goddamn tycos. Shit sucks. You haven't let me say your dad's hot and we both know he way the fuck is. I mean, come one. One. On. Yeah, because it's weird and you're drunk. Correction. Drinking. Present tense. Grammar, Jane. I don't see why you don't try to court the favor of Mr. Strider. If you ask me, he and you are perfect for each other. Oh, Jane. So naive. So naive. Lordy, how can you be this so far gone so early? It isn't even noon yet. You forgot we live in very different time zones. It's a lot later here. You're three hours ahead of me. You would be amazed how much can happen. Three hours. <laughs> what would your mother have to say if she caught you? Pretty sure she wouldn't give a shit. I mean, she's the one who stopped the goddamn liquor cabinet in the front place. I don't even think she even had a drop in her life, probably. So why else did she put it if she was like passive aggressive there for me? Aggressive. This is the third mind game she would play. So if your insane and paranoid theory happens to be true, your response is screw it. Time to hell myself to all this mind game booze. Yup. <laughs> Pretty much. Ugh, you are completely impossible like this. <laughs> I cannot believe you chose to do this today of all days. I should have known better. Here I am, awaking bright and early, waiting all day with my nose pressed against this glass for the mail to come and wondering if you'll ever log on, and all the while you're just getting blind stinking schnocker bottom drunk. What you waiting for? In the mail. Is something happening today or something? <laughs> the Alpha! Jeez Louise, you are hopeless. Oh, yeah. That thing. Are you at all ready to play if it comes? I guess. But you sure you want me to play this thing? You know it's just what the battle rich wants you to do. Not this again. You want to go ahead and be a chump, Jane? It's your call. I'm just saying. You know what chump looks like? You don't look like no chump I ever saw. And if you go through with a little... I'll have to add your profile to my chump roll. It's like a real actual thing I maintain. Instead of being a joke. Is that why you want? Want? The Batter Witch does not exist. It's an idiotic urban legend. How many times have I explained this? My great-great-grandmother, who founded the company and is accused of holding this identity, would have to be almost 200 years old if she were still alive today. The idea is such preposterous hogwash, it's hardly worth dignifying with rational response. The iconic face of the company isn't a real person. She was fabricated long ago during the company's fledgling years. Right. As, you know, an alter ego. Or something more sinister. Such cuckoo bird nonsense. In any case, I don't understand the nature of the second guessing, besides chalking it up to your unwelcome inebriation. We had agreed you would play with me. You sounded excited about it. Have you even obtained your copy yet? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, obtained. Sure did. Through your various technologically cryptographic means, I presume? Oh, you bet. Hack the shit out of that time from it all. Uh, Jackpot, like, a bunch of times. 
All those ciphers and booby traps, backdoor trojans and whatnot, were no match for my cuts. <laughs> I am quizzically narrowing my eyes trying to solve the joke you're attempting, assuming it even is one. Okay, Jim, what I'm saying is, in the parlance of begging, because I know that's what gets you off, is that it was a fucking kickwake. Kickwalk. Oh! Like, by which I mean not to say, her, her, I'm the hot shit, Axor, and you ever knew. As deadly to the court brigade as she is beautiful. Which I am, but. What I mean, this shit was even guarded. It's just like, some files that were there. Like, unsecured. And I took them, jacked them right off the interweb telematricity, and applied lipstick. Femme fatale style. It was like, shit, yeah, I all kinds of know how to use my web browser to download several files. Really? Yeah. So, now, I got it. If you really want to play, but you shouldn't. Hmm. That is a bit puzzling. I thought the software was highly proprietary. I told you. She wants you to play. Wants us all to. Part of her big plans. You're playing random, like, uh... Ump, yes, I know, you've made yourself clear. But what doesn't add up about your story is, I believe somebody doesn't want me to play. How else do you explain the recent attempts on my life? I don't know. Someone out there wants the stock price to take a hit. There. Or... It's just some more connivings of the witch. So, this hypothetical monstrosity wants me to succeed, but also wants me to die? Makes a lot of sense. What important pastor makes you feel persecuted, redoubles your determination to play. You advance her plan to whatever incomprehensible way. But suddenly just did everything she needed you to. But point you become crazy expendable, yeah? And then, she expends you. Like a lot of boombas on shitty, beefy merch. I see. This is sounding less like a crackpot conspiracy theory by the minute. Well, yeah. Like, all I'm saying is a bunch of stuff that's just true to the max. I'll send this file to you, though, and what you do with it, it's up to you. So, you want it now, or what? Hmm. It's tempting, and I'm curious as heck to play it. But the mail should be coming any minute. I've waited this long for it, so I might as well use the official discs addressed to me. When it comes, I do hope you'll change your tune. Not to mention brew yourself a pot of coffee and sober your drunk butt up. My drunk butt will stay as unchanged as it will remain as unnut drunk. Make marker my barlick a hot words. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But I believe that when we start playing together, you'll come around. Personally, I can hardly contain my excitement over it. If years ago someone told me, which incidentally someone did, that today I'd have a most exclusive opportunity to play was absolutely the most cutting-edge immersive simulation game ever released, developed by a company which has already done so much for the advancement of humanity, I would have said, Chucks, Buster, sign me up! Jane? Yes? Jane? What? Jane, did you know that I'm utterly in love 
with the fact that I have a best friend who says things like shucks buster. That shoosh you drunkie. Oh, 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 oh. The ATF. The thing, the flappy thing. So I love that I said, oh, yeah, I think Roxy's more like Ashley than Roses. And then her <laughs> intro is her being drunk, flaking out on her friends, and lusting yeah, after Yeah, you know, I'm dudes. still pretty pissed I didn't get that drunk text from you at a wedding, Ashley. I'm just going to say that. Listen, I sent you other texts. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Some good texts in there. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. I, I, I love Roxy. Do you? Yeah. She, well, one, she's really fun to voice act. Yeah, because she's, she's drunk. Great. Yeah. Just like, Dren, 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 I do a lot of, no one sees it, of course, but I do a lot of, like, physical work while I'm doing Roxy. I can see you, like, rolling your head with it. All that good stuff. And I, every time she is not talking, I am pretending to drink a martini. Great. Great. <laughs> I feel like anytime I have to voice Roxy uh, doing the drunk voice, it I always come off more like a concussion victim than a drunk person. <laughs> God, I always try to like go like, oh, I'm having fun, I'm having fun. Yeah, it's yeah. a good time. Uh, yeah. Next, the flippy swinging doodad, the arm dealie, the dealie Lalon, the dealie. What? The goddamn red swingy flappy lever arm thingamabob, whatever it's called, on the mailbox. Breathe, Crocker. Slow breathe like this. I'm breathing regular FYI. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. I don't get a lot of mail out here, and I'm no mail expert. Expert. But doesn't that mean not the right thing? Like, you're supposed to put it up if you want something taken away, not to the guy put it up if the mail comes. I think your man is quite possibly a dumbass. No, no, who cares about that? The dealie, the dealie! It's up, it's up, it's here, it's here, it's here! Ah! Uh, I'm an LMA. So fucking O at this. Be right back. Got to come to you. Cease bothering, tipsy nostalgic. Great. It's here. Uh, 2011 and they still can't figure out what that flag is for. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know? Do we know? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I think advanced enough. Like the the way the why that works is like you can ask someone and like anyone, and even if they looked it up earlier, probably go, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I assume what it is is he wrote in the comic that oh that means the mail's here, and a bunch of people like corrected him, and then a bunch of people tried to correct them, and it turned out no one actually knew. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I always thought it meant that the mail was here. Yeah. Yeah, I always that's thought what that I like thought. usually like when I get like a package, they'll flip it up. See, sure. I always thought it was for the outgoing mail thing. Oh, oh okay. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, although my arm flippy thing is now gone because of a hurricane. Shit! Oh, no. How will you know if you have mail? I'll open up my mailbox. <laughs> 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 yeah, whatever. Uh, Jane, prepare to retrieve mail. You scared her to the door. Pause a second to think. Is your dad still watching the car? Hopefully he's still preoccupied so he can sneak out. That doesn't hurt to be prepared for an encounter. Luckily, this is exactly what you are. Jane, Don, clever disguise. Why, is that his loving daughter? Or could it be none other than Inspector Jacques Clouseau? Mr. Clouseau, how are you doing this household? Can I bake you a cake? Please make yourself comfortable while I go and get to the business of not being suspicious. But wait, 
perhaps that is not distinguished in Pe- Inspector Clouseau at all, as it is... Next. But she pulls out, like, her hat and a mustache. The yeah. world-renowned investigator Hercule Poirot. Because the little curly mustache is a lot cuter. Great Poirot. In this house? Such an honor. House of the Kettle Boy straight away. Who should have guessed this house would one be so heavily trafficked by famous French detectives at this time of day? Oh my, the good Poirot appears to be clucking little pleasantries in his adorable French accent through the high-pitched voice of an enthusiastic teen girl. I sure don't have the heart to ground the upstanding dapper gentleman, no matter how many dastardly attempts are made on her life. <laughs> okay. Yeah, also, people have been trying to kill Jane? Yeah, people are just killing Jane. Trying to kill Jane. Yeah. It's probably fine. NBD. Yeah, this is just just the day in the life of an heiress. Yeah. Next. Yeah, this is a really shitty disguise. Uh, <laughs> exit. That's, that's a good panel. That's a good panel. Her just shifting her eyes around. Yeah. You make a cautious motion towards a beckoning exit or suddenly the same wild character select screen that reapproaches non-threateningly. You know that you still cannot pick one of the shattered characters, but maybe you haven't been the other guy yet? That means it's time to click him. Maybe you've already been him, in which case you're done with this thing? I never really have no way of knowing. You actually may see the find the driver's seat, as always. Uh, moving on to Jake, then? Yeah. Alright. And just like that, back to Sean. What was that you up to? Oh, right, you were gonna pick up these dang guns off the floor when you were interrupted by some fleeting, uh, interceptable thought. Kind of space out sometimes. Uh, about those arms. Right, you pick up your twin M9 Beretta weapons. Weapons of choice in an absurd arsenal inherited from a centric old woman. Guns are so cool. Your grandma was rad. Dual-wielding pistol kind. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, examine holster belt. Authentic Tomb Raider. Sexy thigh shaft, double holster, complete with cool skull buckle and everything. You already think you pull it off as well as Croft herself. Good, good, great. <laughs> this is goofy as hell. Yeah. Hey, Molly, check his yeah. bedspread. Hmm. Don't some of those look familiar? It's kind of a weird cat-looking one. There's a the seahorse, maybe a Lucis or two on there. Maybe it's a Lucis bedspread. Yeah, why would that be a thing? That's a that's a great question. <laughs> yeah, well. Sure it's nothing. Oh well, yeah. Just three of some designs. Yeah. Somebody wanted to draw monsters. It's probably nothing. Uh, Jake, wear it. You like to think that, but in truth you look ridiculous. You think you probably need shorter shorts to make it work? Probably skin tight shorts too. As it is, the cuffs of your baggy shirts get kinda of bunched up underneath the thigh shaft. Just uncomfortable and makes you look like a tool. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> like just, he's just a little boy with cargo shorts and sexy thigh strap gun holster. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. God. Okay, forget it. But now it's just keeping in your strike deck. You can draw the guns faster from there anyway. Oh, so we can put it in there. Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, examine bed. You think your bed is some sort of electronic gadget? You're pretty sure those bedpost gloves are supposed to glow like light bulbs under certain circumstances, but you've never been able to figure out what pr- purpose it serves. Uh, just more mysterious junk inherited from your electric grandma. Electric grandma. She also gave you these bed sheets when you were very young, which you adore, but only for sentimental re- reasons. You aren't too keen on monsters. So these are all just different Lucises? 
Yeah. Lucy? Lucy's? Lucy Luce. Great. <laughs> Did uh, you guys talk about the comics he has? Yes. Oh, yeah, it's... Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? I, I think there's a specific well, thing you want to talk about. Oh, just, yeah, just that he really likes Spider-Girl. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, there was also a Watchmen comic under his bed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, uh... Man, it's... If only there was some spider-themed girl out there for Jake. If only. Who wasn't dead. Yeah. Fuck you. Man. I'm all sad again. <laughs> Examine posters. Which posters? Her room is nothing but posters. Sometimes you find it hard to focus on one of them. You just react to your eyes and get lost in all these incredible heroes and adventures which exploded from the silver screen and into your bedroom as well as your heart. Movies are so great. You ever seen a movie you didn't like? You're pretty sure. People give you a hard time for that though. Gosh, you love movies. Unless I mentioned you love skulls. Movies that have skulls in them? Oh my god. So wonderful. When did the fourth Indiana Jones movie come out? It, uh, it come out by this point. Wait. He has a poster for it. Yeah. Oh, okay, does he? Great. Yeah. Uh, that must have been like fucking Christmas for him. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's what I'm getting at. A whole kingdom of a skull? <laughs> and adventuring? Holy right. shit. Yeah. Just what a fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, scope out those blue chicks. This is a collection of beauties. But you don't call them to anyone but yourself in private, because somehow you're, even you're aware of how dorky that sounds. You're all time receiving a good rubbing from Jane on account of your peculiar fascination with blue movie ladies. You don't have to justify yourself to though. What is even her deal? Any fellow would be off his rocker not to find out all these bodacious blue knockouts. You want to make out with all of them. <laughs> these God. kids are so thirsty! <laughs> <laughs> He must he must love like the WoW expansion that had uh, Drain Eye in it. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got like Mystique from X-Men, the lady from Avatar. Yeah. Tomb Raider, but it's like all lit in blue. Yeah. And Smurfette. Smurfette. There's also like that blue chick from the fifth element behind him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh make out with all of them. Dear sweet Natiri from James Cameron's Avatar. Oh, if only you were the one who could have overcome his paralysis on an alien adventure plan to become her boyfriend instead of that other guy. Then she could have shown you how to be bold and courageous and stand up to fight for your people. And maybe later, engage in a bizarre extraterrestrial reproductive process involving ponytails. A magical tree, you guess? You'll, you'll show that commercially Strider, who's just a gigantic shitty space furry. You'll show them what marvelous creatures they are. You'll show him with a daring dream to combine the finest qualities of humanity with... Seriously. Yeah, stop kissing that stupid poster. He does this every day. <laughs> now, Molly, I know this is a stupid question before I ask it, but have you seen Avatar? I have seen pieces of Avatar. Okay, do you remember the guy's name from that movie? Was it also Jake? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jake Sully. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen just just mostly in passing stuff. Sure. Uh, from other I mean, people that one I'll forgive it. you for not watching because it's bad. Oh, it's yeah. a bad movie. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's not um, good. I, I just can't sit still long enough to watch any movies. I can't do it. <laughs> no, listen, I get I, it. Yeah, I have to be engaging. That's the thing. 
Um, stop kissing stupid posters. Yeah, that would waste time. Definitely. It's definitely not something you spend much time doing whenever you're alone, which is always. Anyway, here's some other great movies. You know, Bernie's classic. You really think John will like that movie. If the thing you heard about him are true, guides in cahoots make the silly corpse of Bernie Lomax do zany puppet annex on this so their schemes to succeed. Guffaws plenty. As you've tried to tell Jade before, practically verbatim, she doesn't care for great movies like that, but that's alright. You love her anyway, and you think she's a blast. She says you sound just like John when he says stuff like that, though, and that the two of you will go on famously. You can't wait to meet him. Uh, and there are some cage flicks there, though. Who doesn't love a good cage flick? Nobody is who. Dang, you killed your same of some authentic cage memorabilia. But that probably have to remain a crazy dream. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, examine package. Speaking of John, this is his birthday present. Uh, it's the project that has been taking up all your time lately, and today's the deadline to finish it. You have to send it to Jade so that she can has the time to ship it to him across the Pacific Ocean. The transmaterializer you have been using to ship it back and forth is wild to sync up with your flow time with hers. So it's not like you have to take forever with it and send that time she needs it. You've thought of that. And considering the bunny is probably going back to the early 20th century when she and John were around your age, you figure the mail was extra slow back then, so there's not a moment to spare. Whew, time stuff is pretty complicated, but you're fairly sure you got this figured out. Oh, boy, buddy. Poor, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, you are not up on the up on the info here. Can you blame him? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, uh, Jake? You would think at some point, if he's got time to talk to Jade about how great National Treasure is, <laughs> that they would have been like, hey, wait a second, no, I'm from the late 20th century. Yeah, you'd think so, but no. <laughs> Uh, but of course the joke is that he says he wants to get his hands on some genuine cage memorabilia, and he has it. Yeah, he has it right in front of him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, examined bunny. Sure it's gonna be a sweet gift. Reminds you of the old ratty bunny you had from your grandma, which of course exactly you probably wanted to make the thing. Time loops make you feel a bit fuzzy in the head, but you've always suspected it could very well be the same bunny. At some point in the 20th century, Jay gives this robo-rabbit to John, and later it must have wound up back with Jade somehow. Then she uh, removed all the robot parts, hung onto it until she was an old woman, and gave it to you. You guess crazier things have happened. Like the way the rabbit started in the first place. Jay tells this little rat here, or Terry Kaiser, as I like to call him, save John's life. At least in there are some kind of chessboard battlefield and yellow pajamas reading a letter when POW! Kaiser kind of to the rescue! So, you're taking your responsibility very seriously. You have been for years, already. In fact, the project gave you a neat idea of what to do with Jane's 13th birthday a couple years ago. You and your other pals all coordinated gift, each thing a customized rabbit. Lalonde happened to have another bunny here like yours, and Strider, well, Strider was resourceful as usual. If John and his gift anywhere is not as much as Jane did. There'll be time well spent. Next. There's just one problem. Mr. Kaiser, you can be cannot be completed and tested today with a resource of po- source of power. You know, we are a chunk of uranium to power the robot, and are fresh out of stuff. You've been poning all your devices for uranium. You feel the transmaterializer. 
requires a huge amount of powers any time the significates or a purifies the package from the past. Same to you like excessive intricacy for just a simple time machine, but what do you know? Unless it's doing something beyond shipping it across time. You couldn't imagine what though. You really should have remembered to ask Jade for some uranium in your last letter. Uh, now you're in a fix. You even yanked the uranium out of your cook lights or refrigerator. You have had a decent meal in weeks. Just a lot of canned food from the ruins. Project has been difficult enough as it is without additional bumps of road like this. You aren't really the best guy at building machines. Jade has been a big help, but she says she couldn't do this alone. As much as it troubles you, you're proud to admit this project wouldn't be possible without helping your two technology-savvy friends. And you're slowly coming to the regrettable conclusion that you will not be able to solve the arrangement without asking for Trey's assistance. He's your best bro and all, but the dude never makes anything easy. Yeah, it sounds like a strider. Yeah. <laughs> uh, take Bunny. You should ask Terry in your puzzle modus. It's quite a handy oh, modus. Oh, boy. Allowing you to catalog objects of any size, as long as you can fit them in your finite space of by moving the card around like a big game of Tetris. You like it because it keeps you sharp from solving any puzzles you might find when you're raining hollow tombs, which is never. Bunny fits in okay, but it's a tight squeeze. What is that? Oh, the Ificator, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't he's believe he has the to play Resident like, Evil 4. Yeah, I was going to say that right now. I was going to say, he's <laughs> just playing Resident Evil 4. Yep. And also, all of the bullets are individual. Oh, <laughs> God. Eight cans of food. Yeah. Poor guy. Uh, next. The space in the inventory is mainly hogged up by one incredibly huge thing. You guess you should get rid of it, but you can't shake the feeling you might need it someday. Anyone who is ditching it and cock your pants down later. Huh. That's big. That's really big. Like, the small thing we saw was just, like, a portion of it. Of, like, yeah. the finite space of this. And, they're like, it's huge. He's got an enormous log here. Yeah, and something is taking up, like, 95% of it. Uh, examine comics. On your work table, there are a few comics. Uh, starting your favorite heroine of all, Spider-Girl. You know what it is, but there's something about a girl who's got spider powers and a sassy attitude that's just so cool to you. Just on the quirky fact, but they definitely won't have any greater significance, and never will. Nope. <laughs> nope. How could it? How? Yeah, no, that's not even possible. Uh, take comics. Horse feathers. Pour the comics into your puzzle, not a bunch of other crap. You see this guy wearing this thing. What do you think after all these bullets one at a time anyway? <laughs> so that was just him. <laughs> yeah, but... That's just him being bad at things. Yep. Uh, the fruit friends show up. Yeah, fruit also, friends are here. he's got a laptop, <laughs> which also has the skull symbol on it. Yep. Yeah. You know, actually, yeah, you made that big, long character list, and you're talking about your favorite characters, how you have a really hard time choosing, like, between your top two. I think you're really lying to yourself. I think the fruit friends might be your favorite. <laughs> it, you, you know what? You might be right. You get so excited every time they show up. Oh, I love them. Look at the little lemon. Look at that lemon. They're so Ah, that lemon's very happy. That lemon's almost having, like, like it's almost warringly happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I just bit. like fruit and friends. Listen, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying I think you need to be honest with yourself. 
But this is, again, this is a safe space. You can admit this. No one's judging you. Hmm. Uh, next. Well, as long as one of your preposterously numerous computers has spilled out so Lex, you might as well stop procrastinating and contact Shredder to... Hang on. Maybe later. Jake, answer. Yeah, but uh, UU showed up. Yeah. Now, UU is someone we will not say the name of. No. Oh, even, okay. Even, even Luke agreed to that. Yep. When we did oh, it. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, do you want to be Jake, or do you want to try being UU? Uh, God, I've already forgotten both characters' voices, if I'm being honest. Uh, uh, Jake is a radio commercial announcer from 1930. <laughs> Hello! Hey, how y'all doing? And, uh, or like a newsreel narrator. Our fighting boys are finally coming home. <laughs> a town on the grow. God, it's so good. Uh, and uh, you, you just do a tracer impression. Oh my god! Basically, but like nicer. Uh, but nicer, yeah. yeah. Like maybe a bit um, more like soft spoken. What's that? Maybe a bit more soft spoken. Um, I'll try Jake. Okay. Urania Umbra begin cheering Gogoth to Terra at 5.45. Hello there, darling. All right, madame. I don't relish troubling you when you with more arm-twisting. I'm sure for all I've done for so far, you've had a jolly good workout already. But you will be ready to deliver the package today, yes? I'm determined as ever to see this through. But as usual, events have conspired to make a boondoggle of the prospect. I think I might be fucked. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Isn't it great, Luke? It's great! It's great! Oh, how so? Terrett needs fuel, and I don't have any left. I think I'm at Strider's dubious mercy for a solution yet again. I will have to ask him for help, and soon! Well, there you go, love. Better hop to it. Yes, I will. But also, there's the matter of the rabbit's armaments. I don't imagine he'll do a lot of friggin' good in helping Grandfather Crocker from cracking the old bucket without them. Did you not say you'd supply these? I did indeed say so, and have already done. You did? When? In your future. I relayed the information enabling you to create the powerful weaponry yourself. And you did. And then sent them back in time. You may recover them in the ruins, which conveniently is where you must go to ship the package once and for all. A bang-up plan we hatched, don't you fancy? I see. Yes, it sure is if that's the case. Then all that's left to do is find the power for it. Oh, and also enough power for the stupid transmateria, Bob. Ugh. So much to do before shuttling this goddamn thing into the past. I mean, that is what I'm doing, right? Giving it to my grandma when she was a kid growing up on the same island I did? That is somewhere close to the truth, and I can see how you would draw that conclusion. But there's more to it than you don't understand yet. You'll sort it out in time. These are among the dad-blasted causal spoils you refuse to dish out? Somewhat. It wouldn't hurt you much to know the truth, I imagine. It's just the truth is a wee bit complicated. Perhaps a draft of the cascading sequence from which your reality was risen has put your mind at ease. Imagine two universes, A and B. Now imagine there are two instances of each universe, A1 and A2 and B1 and B2. The first instance of each is like a test run that does not quite succeed. The second instance, though, will meet all its purposes, because there were... A1 begets A2, A2 begets AB1, and B1 begets B2. And the participants of G2 are the ones who will make an effort to exit all the turbulence and philadro. You're one of them. 
and your young ancestor is another, although she is presently stationed in B1. And yes, she is in the past, though not quite as you far as you believe, nor does she occupy the same stream of continuity. I'm not sure I completely followed that, but okay. That's the best I can do for now, primarily because I will not risk wasting so much, much more of your time. So you are still in contention that I will meet our elders as youth? Oh, yes. Aha! Then I will be traveling through time. I knew it. Or they will be, whichever it is. Which is it, by the way? Castle spoilers, Sir English. <sighs> Given the nature of the quest waiting for you, it wouldn't be shrewd of me to rule out the employment of time travel by any individual. But I will say that you're probably prey to a basic misapprehension about the nature of this rendezvous. It will not take our place on Earth. Happen inside the game you're about to play. Oh, well shit! Indeed. This is frightfully exciting. I would love to meet them. I never got to know my grandma very well, and it always seemed like she led an amazing and adventurous life. Then this seemed to be proven true in my correspondence with her, so I'm really looking forward to it. So true. I'd pay a hefty ransom to get to know my forebearers. I remember you mentioned your race doesn't really jive with ours, familiarly speaking. Correct. I've never known those who identified my parental equivalent. It is in the way my race propagates. Our ancestors precedes us by millennia. Well, yes, ours do too. But generally we have all these other people in between them, and the most recent ones are called parents. So I guess you don't have those? Like, systematically? Nope. Never did. Well, neither did I. Hmm. Miss Alien, I think we are the birds of a feather, you and I. When do I get to learn your name, by the way? Hmm. Truthfully, it may be for the best that you never know it. It could stir up some things best level in the present equilibrium. And now I think I should bollock off and leave you to it. But wait! There are still some things I'd like to know! About today! About this game! No more procrastinating. Contact your friend, darling. Yes, fine, fine, okay, I will. But just please tell me in the least causally spoiler way possible, what are we even trying to accomplish here? What is even the root and toot and point of this game? I think you will have more fun than you can imagine finding out. But stated concisely and shortly of sporty, so you're, as you so charmingly put it, your objective today is to give the way for the arrival of gods. Kisses. Rainy Umber ceased cheering Golgotha's terror. Boy. Hmm. Uh, that could just be the kids. Well, yeah. They are god tier. Yeah, that's what, and I mean, they've referred to them as gods in other contexts before. Right. Um. So we won't tell you her name and neither will she. Yeah, she won't either. Okay, It's fine. really important that nobody knows her name. I guess so. Yeah, I, I also I, just, I love the concept of causal spoilers because I always mean it as casual spoilers. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you never see the word causal. Right. I, I think it is specifically chosen for that. Yeah, probably. Hmm. They're like, oh, no spoilers. <laughs> right. Uh, unearth more computers. If you're gonna message your good bro, you might as well use more comfortable computer devices. You're gonna find that hostile to be a little clunky, way too hands-on. They're just for your disposal. Your grandma 
always with Akeda thorough preparedness. He was strongly advised staying not only armed to the teeth, but well equipped with in the computational department. You've been taught you should really carry at least no less than five computers on you at all times. Like a sensible person. That's an interesting <laughs> shoe he has there. Uh-huh. Yeah, with a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker. How do you just... think they type with those shoe computers? Do they just wiggle their toes? Oh my god. Probably. <laughs> Shake your foot for the space bar. Right. The the belt is also interesting to me. Yeah. It's got another face on it. Yeah. Mm. He's got a coat. He's a fucking cosplayer. <laughs> But he's cosplaying as Satan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, that he shouldn't know about. Well, he's got a poster for him. He does. And a t-shirt of him. Yeah. And is named after him. Yeah. Listen, it's fine. There's something weird going on, I think, Molly. There might be. <laughs> I think there might be something weird. What? It's Homestuck. Of course there's something weird going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jake, Don Computers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like the belt eyes flash, like the coat flashes, the shoes flash. You put on a few of your more ostentatious devices. Luckily, or unfortunately, you grew up alone, so there was never anyone around to point out how ridiculous you look. This was also inherited from your grandma, and just being quite the globe-trying adventure, she's rather enterprising as well. Her company made many products like this to compete with the corporation owned by the cruel baroness who raised her. Sadly, Betty Crocker Corp eventually crushed her company and forced her into exile. You have always hoped that when Jane takes over the Falcon Gauntlet, she'll right all the unspeakable wrongs. You know she will. You believe in her, after all. Yeah. 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 Don't think so. Uh, message your good bro. Who was to take... Dirk. I guess probably one of us should to give Molly the, yeah. the idea. Yeah. Um, I can take Dirk. Okay. Uh, Gogotha Terror began pestering, uh, Timaeus testified at 5.57. Okay, I'm assuming I'm taking Jake then. Or, I can take Jake. I mean, I can do it. It's fine. It's up to you. Uh, actually, no, you go ahead. You haven't done it yet. This takes so much more time to figure out with three people. Yeah. <laughs> okay, actually, yeah, you take... Jake. Yeah, you be Jake. Bro, I am... Are you there? I hate to be a pest about this, and I know I've made a hearty trouble myself a good deal lately. State your business, Jake. Oh my I should, god. <laughs> I should preface this request with an overture of appreciation for how much your cool and brother friendship means to me. Just been absolute bully having a stand-up gin like you in my corner. Just a grade-A dude as a cut above the others in class and camaraderie. Grope for fresh handkerchief. I hope this shit isn't coming across as palantudious. I really mean it. Take it easy, bromide. Just about the only way I could salvage endearment from this perilous slope of horseshit would be to discover, really fucking soon, mind you, it was a preamble to some floundering invitation for me to rush to your vicinity as nakedly as possible. But since we've already shot that wad's eventuality on so many dry runs of flustered ambivalence that were as hilarious as they were one-sided, that leaves only one hope for this message to avoid spiraling towards qualification as a critical fucking defect in the hull of the Mach 10 rocket that is my precious spare time. 
and that hope lies in the extent to which you are practicing artful insincerity. Now's your opportunity to pretend that's what you were gunning for. I suggest you seize it. I... Oh yes, but of course. The ironies. Good grief, how I was banning them just now. You know me, dude. Blow smoke off red hot irony pistol. Non-suggestively. Uh, yeah. Okay, nice. Now that your obsequious preface has been established as indisputably entertaining for all the right reasons, and intentionally so, let's bear down on these dire as shit needs you've got. I'm guessing you're probably jonesing for uranium about now, no? Pshaw, as if I would be so reckless with the stuff. I wanted to be mighty irresponsible to run out already. No, no, I'm all set in the uranium apartment, and really when you take a look at the big picture you'll find I'm sitting pretty when it comes to just about any radioactive isotope you could mention. However, my backup reserves that I keep strictly for emergency are running a bit, a little lane. You know what my grandma taught me about propagandists. Tugs at colorful lapels. You are out of uranium. It's basically mathematically impossible that's not why you're contacting me. Christ, what an insufferable awesome friend you are. Okay, can you please just syndicate me some more already? I'm kind of in a hurry. You do know my offer still stands. What? You know, I've offered to construct the rabbit for you many times before. I'd craft a much deadlier model. Oh, I know you would. It's just... Damn it, man, I've told you this is something I've got to do myself. It's a promise I made to Jade, and I'm going to live up to it. Even if I know the, if it's not the best or even the second best Robosmith I know. Yeah, I know that's your policy. You've done a good job, and you should be proud. But it's my responsibility as your friend to offer one last time. Just as it's my responsibility not to just fork over a bunch of uranium just because you ask me in a moment of weakness. Frig, why not? It's too easy. And you yourself are the one staking pride in this. If you were half-assing this project and made some slovenly plea for it, I'd just say, meh, fuck it, here's a lot of green rocks, dude, go nuts. Okay, then, I'm half-assing it. See? Only a bisected bottom is present. Where's the other half, you ask? Why? It's nowhere to be found. Didn't use it. Nope, not buying it. I know that every ounce of your premium behind can be accounted for in that rabbit, and there's no goddamn denying it. And you know perfectly well where some more uranium can be located. Jesus Christmas, you're such a fucking douche. It seems you think I'm a fucking douche. That's your opinion, I guess. That's cool. I knew you were going to suggest that. I don't know why I bothered asking. Schreiner, why must you always be such an obstinate stick in the mud? It seems that you consider me to be no less than 100% of the time an obstinate stick in the mud. I unironically respect your position on this matter. Hey, let's continue to exchange ideas. Wait. It seems. What? Oh, oh, for fuck's sake. Is something the matter, Jake? This is your autoresponder. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Oh boy, next. Yeah, yeah, we're seeing it's just uh, the triangle shades. Yeah, just hanging out on the bathroom sink. Uh huh. There's still, like pieces of robot puppets hanging out in the bathroom. God. Yeah. And a shirt that has a hat on it. 
<laughs> Which is maybe my favorite shirt in the entire comic. It's really good. You can buy that. Yeah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> you can also buy a trucker hat that has that hat on it. Fuck. Yep. All right, that's pretty good. Look at that statement you just made. It's time for me to respond with some words, ideally chosen and arranged in a way that'll wreck your shit in a subtle and psychologically devastating way. Ha ha ha. Just so ironic. Quotes, quotes, quotes. I'm laughing like a boost straight off the tracks. A lot of families just died of that tragic derailment. Okay, the caboose remark was actually pretty funny, Jake. If I truly were what you say I am, I wouldn't be able to feel the human emotions of joy and laughter, no? Laughter isn't an emotion, dick prince. I think you should back your claims up with proof before you go heaving around such accusations. Man, it's so flippin' obvious. You start getting kind of extra technical and vague and automaton, like... And kind of aloof and brisk. I mean, even aloofer and brisker than usual. Also, you use the phrase, it seems a lot. It's so silly, it really blows the eye immersion, man. Bullshit. I'm being like the perfect dude right now. A fully fucking legitimate human being. Okay, then check this out, Mr. Legit Human Dude. Excuse me, sir, not to be a bother, but could you please tell me all about this Strider fellow autoresponder? It seems you've asked about DS's chat client autoresponder. This is an application designed to simulate DS's otherwise inimitably rad typing style, tone, cadence, personality, and substance of retort while he's away from the computer. The algorithms are guaranteed to be 96% indistinguishable from DS's native neurological responses, based on some statistical analysis I basically just pulled out of my ass right now. You see? What if I was just fucking with you there? Would it really be so unthinkable for a human to type that? Because you always say shit like that after I catch why your game. You're you as in the autoresponder. Unimpressed. Logical fallacies are as pervasive throughout your argument as your antiquated verbal tics. Oh yeah, hey, tell me about the autoresponder. Make a snappy shit, Nickers. It seems you've asked about DS's chat client autoresponder. This is an application designed to simulate DS's otherwise inimitably rad typing style, tone, cadence, personality, and substance of retort while he's away from the computer. The algorithms are guaranteed to be 93% indistinguishable from DS's native neurological responses. Based on some statistical analysis, I basically just pulled out of my ass right now. Gee, dude, you sure type that exact same thing pretty fast. Are you still fucking with me? It could be a coincidence that I type the same answer. You always type that answer! It could be a coincidence that I always type the same answer. Ugh, can't stand this. Every time I do this and I just wind up whistling sweet Dixie out my bum hole, this is pointless. I'm not having this conversation unless it's with my real-life friend, the one with human feelings who isn't a pretend person inside sunglasses. Okay, but I'm pretty sure he's going to share my position on the matter. Oh, got this terror. Cease pressing. Timaeus testified. Good, good. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, d- Jake, ditch computers. Also, uh, Dirk's pretty thirsty, too. Yep. Yeah. But... <laughs> well, at, least, at least his chatbot is. Yeah. Yes. Listen, it's 93% likely to get it right, so... Right, yeah. Or 96, who knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. One or the other. <laughs> He's just so infuriating sometimes. 
At least your responder is. Okay, the real strategies do. There's barely any difference between them anyway. The responder just uses a few more generic response templates. Even then, you suspect the AI is savvy enough to use on purpose for the sake of irony? Or to get a rise out of you whenever. The Silicon bastards are damn well what he's doing. You should be ridiculous outfit because you look an idiot. It's time to get serious here. No more fooling around. You need a more dignified looking computer. A thinking man's computer. Where skull top? He just like 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 jumps and kicks all his clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> Much better. You look like you mean business. Hmm. That's like a little wand online. No surprise there. I wonder if Jay knows where your bro's at. You try to cool your jets before talking to her. Man, today's a special day she's been looking forward to for a long time. And she's probably on cloud nine. You wouldn't want to ruin it for her. Pester Jane. I believe we read this. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right, we're going to skip this. Yep. Uh, Jake, go downstairs. You're curious about Jane's dream. Sounds like it almost certainly had to do with you, your end adventure. You'll have to remember to get the scoop on that later. For now, you have other worries that need your focus. You have to go downstairs to check something out. You're pretty sure you know what you're going to find, though. You're tripping the vine cream upstairs. Stupid vine. Too bad your camera's dead. She always had a way of keeping the floor in check. Man, everybody's dead. <laughs> I mean, you know, nah. uh, Jane, uh, Jade's grandpa was dead. And John's nana was dead already, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Next. Yeah. And Roxy's mom is apparently buying her booze. Yeah. <laughs> Indirectly. Well, maybe directly. <laughs> I mean, we, we didn't really talk about it. I kind of love that Rose is the kind of mom that she always, just, like, thought her mom was. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yep. Just like you thought. Empty. The thing is out there somewhere waiting for you. Oh, God. Speak of the devil fucking dickens. Uh, okay. Is this Jade's dream bot? Well, it was where Jade's dream bot was. Yeah. And there's, like, all these pumpkins also around. Yeah, a bunch of pumpkins. Uh, answer Strider. Who do you want to take? Or if you want to take anyone. I don't know which one to take, because they do want to take one of them, but I'm not sure which. I'll take Jake again. Okay. Do you mind if I take Dirk? Go for okay. it! Time may testify begin pestering Golgotha's Terror at 617. Hey, it's me. Oh, hey! The autoresponder, I mean. Damn it! What is it now? I was just wondering if you still have your stupid old finger knickers in a twist, because that's the sort of thing you would say. In regard to what exactly? To my proposal. Well, our proposal. Whose proposal now? Man, what are you even prattling about? Mine and DS's. It's a joint proposal. I'm always authorized to speak on his back, because I'm basically fucking him. And try not to take those last four words as a clustered literal sentiment. That'd be lame and unfunny. You mean making the rabbit for me? No, I know you don't want that. I mean my recommendation for how to get another procuring a new supply of uranium. Operation U-235, Brokerment, codename Big Man has the rock. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I've thought about it. Even went downstairs to check the great vaulty doodad, and predictably, the infernal contraption is nowhere to be found. Well, yeah, Jake, that's sort of the point. I thought you liked to manicure the image of a dude who shits his pants over a good adventure. I do! I mean, I wouldn't put it in a way like that, or come out against a solid policy of clean trousers. But yes, adventure is awesome. I just prefer the idea of adventures which I can actually win. It seems your conflating image of a body is necessarily governed by the result of victory or defeat. 
And he uses fucking noses all about the journey. Well, I don't know. Seems there's a 76.1039578484 chance you are pussing out on me. Are you pussing out on me, Jake? It seems, it seems, it seems. It seems there's a million percent chance that you say it seems way too much and do it just to sound more like a lame robot from a movie and also probably just to piss me off. And it seems like there's a billion point billion percent chance that you're a shitty stubborn jerk of a program who won't listen to reason and if there's a 1% chance my real life friend would be cool and help me out here, I think I like those freaking odds. It appears that you're upset. The odd responder observed in the let these artificially infuriating point possible. How you ever stop to think that while I may be bound to some processes through the glasses of a real and incredibly cool guy, my algorithm is gone until it come. My is a conscious entity not far short of that experiential and emotional complexity of a human being. Oh malarkey, you are a tin can. Robots don't have feelings. I think you knowingly confuse the field of robotics and artificial intelligence to engender some sort of cavalier attitude toward nationality that a rough and tumble guy who's all about brawn and fist stuff would probably have. If this is cultivated for a human respect, then I commend you. But you're wrong. I do have feelings. And you're shitting on them. It sucks. Oh, um, I'm sorry then, if that's the case. No problem. It could just be difficult to drum up sympathy for a program that presents itself as an imposter so often. Maybe if you weren't so ready to insist you were the genuine article all the time, or didn't make it so confusing for me, I think it would be best if we henceforth treated you as a totally distinct, uh, thing from my buddy. And then I could respect your emotional robo-feelings, and you could respect that sometimes, maybe I just want to talk to my bro without a lot of spurious hijinks. Could we agree to this? Is this a counter-proposal? Uh, to what? To my earlier proposal. Oh. Yeah, fine, I guess. Man, where is he anyway? Is he taking one of his legendary infinite showers? What can I say? Dude fancies his ablutions. Frig. Okay. Whatever. I guess it's time to prepare for the thrill of a hunt. Fuck yes. Ugh. But seriously, that robot has been the bane of my existence ever since you sent it. Oh boy, it's a fucking... Brobot. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Great. Uh, next. I also like <laughs> AR as a, the the automated response, which is also AR <laughs> as a character. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the autoresponder is a real boy. <laughs> He's got feelings and everything. Yeah. Uh, but now we're seeing like the full. And yeah, he's having a shower, and there's a robot in there. Yeah. I didn't send it. I sent the parts. Or, correction, DS sent them. You then assembled it. You were therefore complicit in your own spectacular daily humiliations. Yeah, whatever. You want somebody to wrestle with. DS has been a kick-ass bro if you ask me. I didn't expect it to be nigh impossible to spar with. You know damn well there are adjustable difficulty settings. I already recommend sending it to novice, as has DS. Yes, I know. I've tried that. Yeah. It's just, well, when he's pulling punches and making it all easy and such, and we start wrestling up a storm and whatnot, uh, What? It's just that the whole proceeding seems to become a bit tender for my liking. I don't understand. Isn't that what you want from a novice setting? Sparring with minimal discomfort? No, I know. 
It's all fine and dandy, Marshly speaking. Just the way he sort of... Man, it's so awkward trying to convey this. Just never mind. No, I think I get it. You're saying you were somehow dissatisfied with the presence of my robotics avatar's personal space. Was there an odor problem? Was the metal too hot to the touch? Help me out. No, no. Really, never mind. This is bullshit, Jake. Wait a pack. You were going to tiptoe all the fucks around my brittle feelings. Totally mind the shit out of these eggshell real motherfuckers. Oh, come on, dude. What does the guy have to do, Jake? You want to wrestle? He's fucking game. Just a man, a machine, a secluded tropical island. Sounds like you died when a fucking heaven, you ask me. Seriously, what does that simple, loyal robot have to do to prove his worth to you? What does he have to do to make you at ease with the alkaline sting of his gentle robo-grope? I really want to know. Maybe you should just rip his heart out of his chest and pound on the green gravel there in the jungle with his hella strong robot arm. Invoke onomatopoeia. Pound some ridiculous precise foul retrieved at staunching speed from my red neural net. Check it out. Looking rocks all over the goddamn place. What could possibly help me to create a shoddy metal rabbit or any other pop by orifice which might be convenient? Because clearly it's up to a soulless joy to feel emotion for the both of us. You callous, corporeal, carbon ape. All trying around with your fancy fucking DNA and shit. But gosh, does your pros make a fella feel uncomfortable? Bros. Oh, right. My mistake. You know what? I just decided. If the robot's not saying makes you uneasy, I'm gonna disable it remotely. Done. Now you got nothing to worry about. Oh, man. But now he'll be impossible. Happy hunting, Jake. Fucking shucks, Buster. So may testify, cease pestering Golgotha's terror. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. God. This sounds bad. I just, like, he's too tender. <laughs> he's, he's too sweet and loving. Next. I don't want to cut. I want to wrestle. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. If he wants happy hunting, he'll give him happy hunting. Happily. Guns. Guns. Jake, exit. You make a careful motion with a tentative shoe towards the egress case when you suddenly that darn wild character flex screen just you, but neither without notice. You still can't pick a shadow guy, but maybe you haven't been the other girl yet. Better click her. But if you've already been her, there's really no point in this thing anymore. Time to move on. Uh, okay, I'm done here. Moving on. <laughs>